A pleasure to be joined on the phone by Dr. Jeffrey Myers. Uh, Jeff, uh, you and I chatted about, what, a week or so ago about some of the legal entanglements that uh, U.S. President Donald Trump finds himself in and and exactly how serious that situation was. A couple of developments on that front, uh, two of them in specific I want to kind of talk to you about. Uh, One was a tweet last week where suddenly uh, Donald Trump alleged that Lester Holt of CNN fudged uh, his interview where he sort of linked the James Comey firing to the Russia investigation, which belied the White House reasoning of the day for firing James Comey. Uh, he hasn't had a word about that interview. There's been nothing. 16 months later, all of a sudden last week, uh, there's some there's some serious you know wrongdoing afoot and the whole interview is fudged, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just kind of curious from your perspective is from a, from a legal standpoint, his initial comments on Comey and then why he would suddenly 16 months after the fact kind of try and smear that his own interview. Well, I mean, it's hard to speculate on why 16 months later, but certainly there was a lot of commentary at the time by um, legal experts who said that basically, um, I, I don't have in front of me the exact quotation. I'm not sure if you have that in front of you, Shane, but the exact quotation of what um, Mr. Trump said to uh, Lester Holt. But it, it really did suggest that, you know, remember that your listeners should know that obstruction of justice is a crime which is based on intent, right? So that proving obstruction of justice has to do with showing that the person who obstructed justice had the intention to do so. And in the interview with uh, Lester Holt, um, you know, I, I can't remember the exact words, um, but he had said to the, the, to the effect that I was getting a lot of heat from it. I wanted to get, get this off my back or off my plate or something like that. And that sort of suggested, I think, fairly unambiguously that, in fact, the reason he, hi- he fired uh, James Comey was because he wanted to get rid of the investigation. You know, I said, can you see your way free to letting this go? I think that was one of the things he said also to uh, James Comey, which was, which is what, uh, which, which James Comey later reported. But that interview on, on, with Lester Holt on NBC right after the fact was one, you know, was, is, is likely going to be in the case against, if there's a case against him for obstruction of justice, which there likely will be, that will likely be the basis of the Mueller report and of any um, possible impeachment. It's going to be based on you know, um, that's going to be the first piece of evidence that's in front of um, in front of Congress. Yeah, if we go back, it was the White House line of the yeah. day was that they fired James Comey on the recommendation of Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. Uh, and then Trump was asked by Lester Holt why he fired James Comey, and he said, and I quote, when I decided to just do it, I said to myself, I said, you know this Russia thing with Trump and Russia is a made-up story, it's an excuse by the Democrats for having lost an election that they should have won, sort of linking Russia to the James Comey decision, which was kind of against what the White House was saying of the day. So uh, interesting times. That quote, but that suggests, that very much suggests, um, that very much um, suggests obstruction, an intent to obstruct justice. And how serious would... Hugely damaging. I think it's the most damaging of all the things that Donald Trump has ever said in terms of what could put him in legal jeopardy. That utterance is probably the most damaging. So if we're talking obstruction of justice, I mean, uh, what would that mean at the end of days here as Mueller does his whole investigation? Would that be sort of the the leading sort of legal piece to build around, or would that be a major component of, or...? Yeah. Look, most most of the time when people um, are impeached or a president is uh, or there's talk of impeachment, it's around the issue of obstruction of justice. So typically, obstruction of justice, even if the Mueller investigation finds, for example, that um, that that the obstruction of justice was unsuccessful, as it were, that, no, that despite what Mr. Trump 
or uh, people around him did in order to prevent the um, investigation from bearing fruit, it, it did nevertheless. And he, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't, that wouldn't matter, nor would it matter even if it was found out that, in fact, there was, even if the whole investigation is, as Mr. Trump says, uh, a, um, a witch hunt with no basis in reality, the mere fact of trying to obstruct the investigation um, even if there's, even if it's found that nothing happened, that can still be that's independently a crime. Okay. Right? So, so the intent, so obstruct, obstructing justice doesn't mean you're successful at obstructing justice. It doesn't even mean that you there's that you you could still be um, found to be completely exonerated of any wrongdoing. But the, if you if you actually actively had the intention to obstruct justice. And that's usually that alone is sufficient for that's an impeachable offense. The courts have determined that that is uh, is rises to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors. Interesting. Uh, the other issue I want to put on the table uh, with you today, Jeff, is is a, is, is Trump's want. He's out mad on Twitter again. Uh, and I'll just read you the tweet verbatim here. Uh, he tweeted, I believe this was uh, yesterday morning, two long-running Obama-era investigations of two very popular Republican congressmen were brought to a well-publicized charge just ahead of midterms by Jeff Sessions' Justice Department. Mm-hmm. Two, two easy wins now in doubt because there's not enough time. Good job, Jeff. And the insinuation that a lot of people are drawing out of that is, is he seems to be hinting that the, the Justice Department should be basing their decision on politics instead of, I guess, the, the, the rule of law. Your take on that? Yeah, okay. So this is a really important thing. So um, basically, um, in, in the United States, um, you know, there's a fairly strict division of powers between the legislature, and the legislature, of course, is um, the Senate and then the House of Representatives. And then the executive, which is the office, um, which is the presidency, but it also includes um, all of the administrative state, which operates underneath the presidency. And that includes, for example, with it, the Justice Department. So the Justice Department isn't like the, um, the courts, where it's an independent branch of government. It is under the auspices of the executive power. However, a, there are long-time um, conventions around and rules around the independence or arm's length operation of the Justice Department um, vis-a-vis the political operation of the White House. So that, for example, the, the lawyers in the Justice Department are not the president's lawyers personally, nor are they there to, um, you know, to defend him for, or, or, or even to carry out, um, you know, the, the president's policy blindly. They're there to serve as legal counsel more broadly to the executive branch and the administration. And, and Mr. Trump has always had difficulty understanding the independence of the Justice Department. He thought that by putting Jeff Sessions in place that he would have a loyalist there and that Jeff Sessions would act as his personal attorney. But certainly, although there's partisan appointments uh, at the upper levels of the Justice Department, and it is technically part of the, the executive and the attorney general sits around the cabinet table, the actual Department of Justice is supposed to operate independently and at arm's length. And I'll note Mr. Trump's confusion around this also has has been in the case with, um, you know, you may have heard the name Don McGahn, who's the White House counsel. Yeah. And the White House counsel, again, Mr. Trump is also confused there. The White House counsel is counsel to the institution of the presidency, to the White House, generally speaking, not to the president as a person. So Mr. Trump has repeatedly sort of failed to understand the difference between a personal attorney and a government lawyer who has some other function, whether it be um, to represent the institution of the presidency and the White House uh, in the best interest of that institution, uh, in the case of White House counsel, or whether it be for the administration of justice overall in the country, um, 
the Department of Justice. In both cases, he simply cannot understand the distinction between the people who are in these roles and somebody who would play a role as a personal attorney to a person who was, for example, working in the private sector. And that's, you know, partly because I think he's not a trained lawyer, but I also think it's partly because he's accustomed to um, having, you know, you know, in-house counsel that's, you know, beholden to him and him only, and he doesn't really understand the broader obligations that um, some of these lawyers have. Do you think the tweet in itself is potentially an, an impeachable offense or no? What, what, can you reread the tweet? Yeah, no problem. Uh, it says here, two long-running Obama-era investigations of two very popular Republican congressmen were brought to a well-publicized charge just ahead of the midterms by the Jeff Sessions Justice Department. Two easy wins now in doubt because there's not enough time. Good job, Jeff. So uh, Jeffrey Tubin, who's a CNN legal analyst, yeah. is saying this is potentially an impeachable offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not the only, I mean, it's not the only thing. I mean, remember that that Richard Nixon was impeached in 1974 for, for simply telling the FBI to stop an investigation of his campaign. That's all Watergate was, okay? That's the whole basis of obstruction, uh, of obstruction in, in that case, right? And in Bill Clinton's case, lying about so-called... Um, sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky. So it's, it's, he, I think Mr. Trump has already gone above and beyond any of these historical uh, precedents. I mean, if you look at the federal offense, the wording of the federal offense is to, quote, influence, obstruct, or impede, or, or corruptly impede the proper administration of law in a pending proceeding, including one that's being taken by Congress. Um, you know, Comey's statements very early on, um, and it's his contemporary, contemporaneously written memos to the file, Suggest strongly that there's an obstruction of justice, um, but it's not it's not a black and white offense, and reasonable minds do sort of disagree um, on 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 what it is. Um, but um, there's a sort of I think it's fair to say, and this is a I'll, I'll give you a, a, I think a really great quote from Professor Stephen Bladick, who's a U.S. constitutional law professor. He says whether the president's conduct is or is not within the letter of the law is irrelevant. There is a really good reason why, for generations, presidents from across the ideological spectrum have respected the principle of not interfering in federal criminal investigations. That that President Trump seems wholly indifferent to this principle or the potentially devastating contents of his of its demise is the real scandal here, right? Yeah, interesting. Um, so I, I think, um, and you know, so that's. You know, I think part of what's happened is that this administration has utilized the strategy of distraction, you know, whether that's purposefully or whether that's just a way to operate so that every time some significant, um, you know, story comes out, which suggests, for example, um, a clearer and clearer basis for an obstruction of justice case, this administration will then sort of distract everybody's attention by pointing at something else, or even if it's something worse, but it's something unrelated to detract attention. So nobody can focus in the end for long enough on any individual thing. But I think the Mueller investigation, it's the main part of its investigation and the part that will touch mostly on Mr. Trump and that will ultimately be his undoing is on the question of obstruction of justice. And in my opinion, Mr. Trump has already said the public sector, including most, uh, most prominently uh, with in, in this interview with Lester Holt, which suggest, like really, which suggests that you know he he's obstructed justice. Now, unless he's if he's if he's saying that the tape was doctored or something like that, then he's going to have to provide some proof to that effect. But there's, there's certainly that's not the only evidence. There's an enormous amount of other evidence in there, including um, James Comey's contemporaneous memos, which really got this thing started. Well, like the Chinese curse says, may you live in interesting times. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, uh, Jeff. Thanks so much, man. Always appreciate the time. Okay, great being on.